0: What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a good day. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I actually, I can hear myself talking out loud, and I, I think I'm getting a cold. Um, uh, it it really annoys me because, um, you know, it, it was a long shot to be able to recover physically from Doha. Um, but obviously, nobody in their right mind, if they were going to run um, the likes of Dublin Marathon, nobody would, nobody would fly to, uh, um, you know, fly to L.A., fly to Doha, 15 hours, and um, probably six or seven hours travel to L.A., um, and then do it all again back, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm, but I'm a bit pissed off because it's annoying that physically my body has, like, got itself to a good place, and, and you know, I've been able to run a little bit steadier on a couple of runs, and and not really do anything like, not do anything crazy, but like, you know, I went out for a run the other day, and um, I sort of said that I'd, I'd, you know, I'd push my heart rate up to, I'd been running pretty easy all week with Haas, um, and then I, I thought about just, you know, tonight's run, I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna sort of go through the gears, and I'm gonna like, let's see what the heart rate's gonna do, and, and I, decided i would do like the first half of the run under 150 beats per minute um, and then the second half of the run i would bring it up to like 160 um, and it's fairly standard like i mean I, I i run a marathon at 170 but obviously it's not 170 right away like it might take uh you know anywhere from five or six to eight miles to get up to that um, anyway I'm in I'm of, I'm in Sunset Beach, you know. I'm in the North Carolina, and uh, it's still pretty warm out, but nothing like Doha. And um, you know, I I think I ran like something like five hundred two for my last mile at one hundred and sixty heart rate, and you know, it's it's kind of confusing because I'm kind of like uh, like like that's really good, and that's like looking like it's really fit, and you know, and and I'm like I, I'm confused because Doha to me didn't feel that good, so. Um, yeah the body started to come physically really good and then um, I, I woke up the following morning and my, my throat was hurting and and it, it just honestly like you know I, I I'm always transparent and um, it, it really it just hurt me because like I don't know like I, I was getting so excited for the likes of Dublin and and I know if like an illness comes like that that's gone dublin's gone um i'm not saying it's gone now but i'm i'm telling you that if i if i pick up like an illness then it's it's gone um you can't do it like it it, it was always going to be a big ask without maybe picking up a little bit of a, an illness or something but um yeah it it made me really like i've just been really negative like i i this has been like the last sort of like day and a half um yeah, just, it, it just fucking hit me hard, I was like, you know, I, I was on like this little bit of a tear and, you know, I, I, I told you guys that like with, I don't know, like two laps to go in Doha, like, you know, I'm I'm done, I'm retiring I, I and it, it sounds like bad and but the, it just took me to a place mentally that I didn't I didn't want to be um, and, and I was in a I was in, I was in a place of hurt you know I was hurting I was hurting physically I was hurting mentally um, and I and I just told myself like you know I think like as a coping mechanism I just I just told myself to just relax like it's okay and um, obviously it's okay that you're hurting but also like if if you don't want to do this no more that's okay too you know like nothing's nothing's like being forced upon you or nothing's like you don't have to do there is, okay sorry there is some things in life that you genuinely have to do and and i you know I, I appreciate that um any job you're in you know running running's like my hobby and i love it but it's also like my job um and you don't have to do it you know and and so i i think it was my way of mentally getting myself through that tough situation I and it just made me smile it was kind of like yeah you're right like if I wanted this to be my last ever race it could be my last ever race like that's that's my call that's my choice um, and I went into this really like dark cycle of like emotions and and then I kind of just smiled and was like well if this if this did happen to be the last one like let's go out like Not necessarily swinging, because I I certainly was not swinging at that point of the race. But, you know, like, if this is it, then, like, let's fucking work hard and let's finish this career or this thing. Like, being someone that grafts and and no matter, like, how tough it gets, like, just grinds through. And and I kind of remember thinking that and, like I said, it put me in a really dark place. And then I I came off Doha and, like, it's as if, like, Dublin or the idea of Dublin, it kind of gave me, like... It kind of gave me like a little like second wind and and like now if that's like taken away from me like it's kind of sad because like there was a lot of hard work went into the doha preparation and um you know it, it on paper if i if i pretended that doha wasn't a race and you know if i pretended that like hey like dublin was the race all along doing a long hard run three weeks out you know it's it's not actually that bad it's it's i do it every time um So, I I, I started to kind of get a little bit, like, excited about the likes of Dublin, and and then, yeah, like, my my body gave me a sore throat, and um, so far, nothing has, like, materialized, and there's not, like, there's no, like, green phlegm or anything like that, so, like, you know, I'm still, like, there's still a bit of optimism there, and um, I came back to Flagstaff yesterday, and I actually have to pretty much go, and I'm going to do a bit of a training session this morning, like, I just, it's a bit of a Hail Mary to make Dublin work, but I I just don't have time to not train. You know, I've not trained for two weeks. Of course I did the marathon, but like really for two weeks I've not done anything of like substance or anything that's gonna like make me a better athlete. But like I'm rolling the dice here. Like I'm I'm going down to Camp Verde. It's a bit lower elevation. It's about 3,500 feet and um, I'm, I'm just gonna, mock up a bit of a session and and see how i feel and um at least get like the heart rate up for an extended period of time because it hasn't been since like obviously the marathon and you know get the legs turning over a little bit but honestly i'm i'm <laughs> it's a it's a weird mental position to be in because like i swear to god like i i text hash yesterday and i and i told him like i'm like seriously I, and i mean this i told him like you know i might retire and like I, I wanted to let Haas know where like, where I was because like mentally and emotionally because when the sore throat came and it, it put me in like a negative mind frame, um, I, I just thought back to like the last, like obviously Haas said I was focusing too much on the negative, which obviously I was because my throat hurt and I was being negative. Um, but you know, I thought back to like the last like two years and and like my championship performances and like I, I, I brought it up to him, you know, like like here here's how running works for me, right? Like you guys are gonna think like I sound really spoiled that, you know, here I am like Under Armour contract and you know, I get paid to run and, and all the rest of it and, and here I am, you know, Ireland support me and Northern Ireland support me, Dublin Marathon support me and, and you guys are probably gonna think like, oh my God, like here's this guy, you know, talking about like quitting and you know, you guys are all out there and probably don't get like 90% of the like whatever like pros that I get out of running like because of the money and and you know and the clothes from Under Armour and the equipment and but I don't fucking do it for any of that. <laughs> so, like that's the that's the tricky part, you know? I don't I don't run to make money. I don't I don't like I don't I'm not a runner because I want free clothes or I want like free Under Armour products like that that's just a nice bonus they're like they're nice perks of the job right they're they're like you know it's nice and it's cool and and it makes me feel good and i'm grateful and but i i run and i race to fucking perform i'm all about performance you know like i'm on the beach with haas yesterday in north carolina diving to play paddleboard i'm competitive i'm I I can't even help myself, he's like, can you stop fucking diving, please, because you're going to hurt yourself, and I'm like, I cannot help it, there's no decision made, it's just fucking autopilot, and so, it's tough, because I want to feel competitive, and I gotta be honest with you, I don't feel competitive at the minute, like, I, I, you know, in, in every race I've run, like, I need people to come back to me, you know, like I, I can set off at my pace and I can hope in the marathon that they fuck up their pace and come back to me, but I'm not in the thick of it, you know, like there was a a big ass group of people in that World Champs, must have been 40 or 40 people in a big lead pack. I wasn't in it, you know. It was the exact same at World Half, you know, I went to World Half and I thought I was pretty fit and I thought I was in good shape and I had, I had put in the hard yards and I had done let's say I'd done what I was willing to do at the time you know whether that's 90-95 mile a week whether that's you know no sweets and chocolate for a month I don't fucking know I can't really remember back to then but I was willing to give it a certain amount and I gave it that amount and and I just don't think that in the last two years in the championships I've running has given me enough back you know and and and, I, and I'm, so I'm, I'm negative and I'm sitting and I'm thinking about this and I'm like, you know, I, don't, I text Haas and, and we're, we're, we're not arguing in a, an argumentative way. We're back and forth. He's, he's still over the East Coast. And, and I'm saying to him, like, you know, can you really argue with me? Like, you know, 93rd at World Half, I got lapped at European Champs Outdoors and at World Champs I came 43rd and was never in the race. You know, the race was happening and I was out the back, you know, if my if my parents were there watching, or you know, they'd have been proud because they're my parents, but you know, they'd want to see me in that, in the thick of it, I want, do you know what, I don't give a fucking, sh- I don't care what people would want to see, I wanted to be in the thick of it, and I just couldn't get there, you know, it was, it was hard for me, it was hard to like, be in that race, but not be in it, and you know, I'm floating around the back, and I'm just thinking like, fuck's sake, like, I'm literally sitting at the back with like six other guys that are also on the same boat as me and it's fucking really tough you know and it it hurts me it hurts me mentally and yeah that's where I'm at you know I, I, I don't know the answer you know I, I I don't know um I look at it and I I you know I, I know it requires more the sport it's it's greedy it's gonna take more from me you know this is this is where it gets mentally like you know, I'm, I'm sitting reading my book last night in a, a place called Mother Road Beer. I was always going to go to Mother Road when I came back to Flag. like, I didn't care that Dublin was on the radar, I, I wanted to go, and I wanted to just sit and have a beer and let things calm the fuck down, everything needed to calm down, all this travel, bouncing around a beach in North Carolina, everything just needed to calm down. Um, and I'm sitting there, and I'm you know I'm I'm reading my book, and my, my brain is it's just busy, you know it's not it's not able to calm down because it's it's sad, you know I'm 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 sad that I'm sad that I'm like in this position, and I'm like stressed about my running, and I'm I'm like you know really on the verge of like thinking I don't I don't know if it's worth it for me anymore, and we're not talking money, and we're not talking perks of the Under Armour contract. I'm I'm talking about I I run and I train to perform. When I go to a meet and I'm in the hotel or I'm in the lobby or and I see these other runners, they're fucking competition to me. And right now, they all think they're better than me. And they are. And that hurts me, you know, like it hurts me to to know that they've got a fucking good point. They are better than me. And um Yeah, it's just tough. Um so I'm sitting in my road and I'm going over everything and I'm I'm just thinking about like what am I going to do, you know, what's it going to take, and and I always do notes after a championship, and it's just, it's sad to me that where my brain goes when it comes to, like, how to be better, you know, and, and there's some, like, really simple things, like, a lot of these guys that are around the, whatever, like, the 213, 212 mark, um, they're, they run more mileage than me, and that, that one's simple, you know, and um, another one is I'm standing on the start line, and, like you know I, I I done my best to cut weight and things like this and I'm fucking huge. You know I'm I'm just I'm I'm not built like these fuckers are built. Um you know there, there's a guy probably on the start line that thinks he's a pretty, pretty big dude and I'm putting about 15 pounds on him, you know, and and then you've got like obviously these Africans who are like you know you, we could go down a route here of saying like ah yeah, but don't compare yourselves to them, but it's not comparing yourself to that that's what you've got to compete against you know if you're a boxer and there's no weight divisions and they put you in the ring with a fucking monster you know you're competing big lad you know good luck and and that's the fucking fact so it puts me in this place mentally where i'm like you know i'm sitting in this fucking pizza place and it's it's attached to a beer place and their pizzas are really really good and i'm thinking like yeah if you're doing dublin you need to start cutting back you know you shouldn't have dinner tonight you should just have the beer and and that, that fucking really saddens me. And I and I know a lot of people are gonna relate to that and I know a lot of people are gonna be thinking they're doing the exact same thing right now and it shouldn't have to be like that, you know? <laughs> what the fuck? Like that's mental, but equally very, very, very fucking sad. Um and unfortunately, it has to be like that, you know? There's no there's no two ways about it. Like I <sighs> I could argue with someone, and they could be like, "No, no, eat what you want, you know, do what you want." And I'd get on that start line. I'd be even further behind at the back. You know, it's just—it's just a requirement. You can't—you can't carry excess weight. And if you're a bigger dude like I am, and I'm—I I'm, say bigger dude, I am tiny, right? Don't get me wrong. I know I'm very skinny. I know I'm very lean. I know I'm tiny. But compared to these marathon runners, i, I weigh 150 pounds the average east african on that start line or japanese weighs between 120 to 125 that's 25 pounds that you're carrying around a marathon that they're not you know it helps right um so yeah like i I, this is a very different podcast for me because i don't know that i've ever felt so negative maybe apart from like when i had the fatigue that was going on and i sort of felt like i was sinking into this like deep trench of like bit of sadness and yeah, right now I don't know the answer. I, I'm hoping I enjoy this morning and I'm hoping it re something and, and I hope I can come back to Flag and um, have my vitamin C and, um, you know, dose up on some healthy food today and, and, and shake this uh, little bit of a cold. You know, it could just be a little summery cold from the beach or, I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping it comes and goes. Um, but yeah, I like, I, I love transparency. You know this is the this is the podcast. This is the idea of it. This is the point. I don't fucking lie. I'm not going I'm not going to sit and chat on this podcast about like how I was having negative thoughts and then I fucking show them. Fuck that. No. Today is today and today I'm sad. Um but yeah, I'm hoping that this morning goes reasonably well. I'm not going to put too much pressure on it. I'm just back to the altitude and um you know, I, I did run a marathon a week ago and I, I just want to feel something whether it's a bit of energy or whether it's a little bit of happiness or a little bit of like toughness that you know i i get a bit of a harder workout done this morning and, and don't just fucking sit in the house and do bugger all um but yeah it's uh it's tough you know we all know it's tough um, and <clears throat> that's the sport that we're in but for me it's got to the point where I, I need to decide what it would take to be competitive, and then I need to decide if I'm willing to do that. Um, and I have a re- I'm I'm a lost soul. My brain is, you know, it, it's it struggles like uh, I, like I've, I've talked before, and I don't I don't know what people think of me, and I'm I'm not this like perfect kid with perfect feelings and and everything just like on point all the time. That that's not me. I'm I'm. I, I, I honestly fucking think I'm broken, you know, and, and I've been broken down mentally a few times and I've gone through certain things in life that you probably just shouldn't have to go through and um. obviously it moulds you and it sculpts you and um, it, it, you know, I heard Paula Radcliffe talk about Kipchoge last night in the sub 2 and say that there's a real, there's a real common thing in running that most of the, not most, but... A lot of good runners have been through some type of hardships or some through some really tough times and you know i did like as a kid it wasn't easy and um it, it probably fucked me up a bit but like it it means that like my brain torments me you know not all the time but like this this shit at the minute like it's, it's tormenting me and and i i need to look at it and i need to be like you know like can i can i do what's required can i can i run um not even just run 120 miles a week for example but like maybe it's like you run 100 and you supplement the extra 20 that everybody else is doing that you're not that's on the start line of that uh, world championships um are you willing to stop fucking around at altitude you know like are you willing to stay at altitude for five weeks and not interrupt it with little trips here and there and you know i know i went to like humidity for humidity but i also just couldn't sit still i'm not settled my brain i find it very difficult to settle and i find it very difficult to like see flagstaff as home for example you know it's tough for me it was tough to come back here and i there's a lot there's a lot goes on here there's a lot goes into this and i, I need to look at this piece of paper that says this is the requirement are you willing to do that and then under that so here's the requirement you know the 120 mile a week or or whatever that is in cross training and equivalent you know, the living at altitude, the being really tidy about the nutrition and, um, you know, cutting a lot of the the junk out maybe to try shave a few extra pounds off. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of requirements. You know, these guys, these guys that are on the world circuit, like especially the Americans that I know, they're just dialed in, right? So, you know, they're finishing their championships, their national champs. They've been at altitude for two months before their national champs and they're flying, they're flying home for like a day. They get a day at home with their wife, wives or kid, whatever. Some have kids, some have wives, some have um, pets, animals, whatever. And then off you go to another altitude camp. And it's just fucking dialed in, you know. It's you live the life. You 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 fucking nap and you train and you do your gym and and you're dialed in, you know. And then under that, it's gonna it's gonna say all the above. If this was maths. It's going to say the requirement, the commitment, the requirement, the dedication, everything above equals may or may not work. That's what it's going to say because it might not pay off, you know. (laughs) You know, it's, I'm smiling because it's a fucker. I've seen a lot of my really good friends at World Champs really struggle and they work a lot harder than I do. I have no problem admitting that. They work really hard, some of these guys, and... I can see it. I can see it in the, the work they put in up here in Flag. I can see it just in their results. But I've seen a lot of them crash out in the heats. You know, I've seen people drop out of races, and it's cruel. It's really cruel. And so that's it. That that's when I talk about retiring. It's not like um, it's not like I'm saying like I don't love running, or it's not like I'm saying I I, I don't want to be a runner anymore. It wouldn't be like that. It would just. I would still run, I love running, it's been so good to me, um, it's put me in a really good place in life and it's really tidied up my behaviour and it's really tidied up like um, just different things like how I behave and like like I think it does make me a better human and things like this but at what point are you are you just moving above, it's for health and happiness and, and you're moving into, you know it's for performance but I'm not performing and then, like, what do you do? Do you, do, you keep, do you keep on committing more and more and more? You know, what, what's it going to take? You know, I don't know how many, how many people get lost not knowing when to fucking pull the plug and just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and, and end up digging a hole mentally that they can't get out of. You know, they end up hating running or they end up hating themselves or thinking they're not good enough or blah, blah, blah. And we're talking about the best in the world here and we're talking about the best in Europe. Um, look at our boxers. Like, our boxers are brilliant, and they're competitive, and it's fun. Like, you know you know how nice it must be going to a championship knowing that you've got a really good chance of a medal? Like, I'm in a sport where I... Am I being fucking negative here, or can I never medal? You know, am I, is that is that negative? You know, am I going to get my Ireland funding because that's what I'm... My funding cut, sorry, because that's what I'm saying? Like, you know, I like going to a World Champs or an Olympic Games, like... Have you seen how good these fuckers are? <laughs> like, you know, I run 2.14 and I worked really hard for that. Kipchoge just broke two hours. And like, not like you know, there's 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 something like 200 East Africans or something running under like 208. You know, like, it's it's tough. You know, I would love to go to a championship and just be thinking, fuck, I'm really in with a good shot here. And, you know, you get to like mile 23, mile 24 and you're fucking, you're rubbing. You, you know, like Callum just did at the World Champs. But Callum is a world beater. Callum's as good as these guys. Callum runs nearly sub 60 minutes for half marathon, etc., etc. Not 63, 64 like myself. And you remember we talked like sometimes you just have to accept where you're at. And I said to Haas, like, you know, I've been doing this for three years now, maybe. It's coming up on three years. And I've been a runner my whole life. So on top of that, three years basically living in Flagstaff. But on top of that, I was already a European senior, like, representative. I already went to European Indoors, you know. I already broke eight minutes for 3K. You know, I, I wasn't a bad athlete before that. I was a pretty fucking good athlete before that. But now it's been three years living up high, living the life, being really smart with travel, being really smart with my altitude dates, trying to be really smart, sorry. Um, you know, I, I did fucking everything I could for European Champs last year. Um you know when I was, I I copied the example of Bowerman Track Club, um, you know, no long, no more than thirty six hours away from altitude, booked the expensive flights to make sure that could happen, etc., etc., and I got fucking lapped. That's that's the reality, and yeah, I I don't have much words of wisdom today, or today I need to vent. You know, this all needs to fucking bounce. And I need to have a sit down and, and think about what it's gonna take. And oh there's a dead deer on the side of the road. That's really sad. That's that's obviously he's having a worse day than I am. That's cheeky as well. But sorry. My bad. Yeah. Maybe I needed a vent. Maybe I needed to get all this out there. I don't I don't want attention. I just want to be clear, if you've listened to this, it's not, I'm not seeking attention, I don't want to be told, you know, keep going, I don't want to be told, even fuck it, quit, you know, it's just, this is something I need to, um, this is something I just need to come to terms with, I just need to really, really, really think about it and and decide where it goes from here, um, and I don't know the answer right now, I, I really don't, um, I'm 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 searching for the answers. I'm I'm uh, you know I I, th- I hope it I hope it just comes to me and I either feel the strength and the commitment to crack on and, and improve things a little bit and, and see if that has a knock on effect and improves some of my results. Um, I don't know what it means about for Dublin. Um, this sore throat thing. I guess I'll know Monday, Monday or Tuesday of next week. Um, if this materializes into like phlegm or like chestiness or at the minute it just feels like it's up in my the back of my throat, up my sinuses a bit of a nasal drip or whatever they call it Um, but yeah it's it's, you know it could just be a bit of a post championship hangover Um, not the illness just my thoughts and feelings but the problem is guys this is the last three championships you know, world half um european champs i got lapped um, world champs i was way back um yeah i just if, if you even all the money that i get and the pay that i get and the funding that i get like it just gets pumped back in it's like a it's just a fucking it's a it's a conveyor belt of hey we're gonna support you and we're gonna help you with this and then my brain goes you know what I could probably use that money to upgrade that flight because that would give me a better chance of being successful at the championships. And, you know, maybe I'm focusing way too much on the the marginal gains and not enough on the fucking just hard work and hard training that has to go in. There's probably someone out there running 140 mile a week, like flying where the fucking baggage is, not in first class. He's probably flying where people store their bags and smashes me at world champs because he's putting in 140 miles a week. But I just don't know if I'm willing to do that, you know. Does that make me a bad person? Does that make me a quitter? Does that make me That's a, that's a lot to ask. It's a, it's a lot of running um, it's it's a it's a big commitment. Um, that sort of that sort of volume, that sort of training. I know it doesn't have to be that much, but you're competing against guys that are that are doing that. Are doing more, um, and that's the reality. Um, when I when I eye up something like the Irish Senior Champs, it's really fun to be able to think like that's something I think I can win, you know, and and um, I, I can write down a plan that says this is this is the caliber of athlete I believe wins the Irish Champs, and then I decide how do I get to that caliber of athlete, and do I think I'm capable of that. And when it comes to something like Irish champs, I, I've, uh, in the past, the past two years now, I've been capable of being that athlete. Um, I've, I've been untested, you know. In the last two Irish champs, I've been untested. Um, and that's really fun, you know. I I, I I have a big fucking smile on my face when I go back to my hotel room knowing that I'm the best. Um, but I don't, the, the commitment that I'm given right now is about world champs, is about European champs, and. My track record fucking sucks. So yeah, um, lovely day. Weather's nice. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sorry that it's it's being a couple of sad podcasts, but I don't want to feel optimistic in a couple of days' time and maybe the sore throat or the cold go away and all of a sudden, like you know, be really happy on the podcast and you guys not even know that. You know, there was a twenty-four or forty-eight-hour period where it, that was not the case at all. Um, so yeah, I just wanted you guys to know that and and share that with me. And um, yeah, look, then it you know maybe it makes the good days good. And um, yeah, but all right, thanks for listening. And um, you guys all have a, a good weekend and, and a good a good week next week.